Hi. 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 I'm so glad you're here. My name is Shane, and this is the Barefoot Office, where we take off our shoes. Mine are off, of course, and we spend some time with Jesus using the readings from the Daily Office Lectionary from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer. I'm pretty excited because for the last couple weeks, we've been reading from John from the Farewell Discourses, and it's been long and wordy and complicated and dense, and now for the next (coughs) several weeks, we'll be in the Gospel of Matthew, and I'm excited to see where that leads. This first time, as we read these few short verses, just notice what sticks out to you. What word, what phrase, what image, what idea. Now in those days comes John the Baptist, making his proclamation in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Change your hearts, for the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. For this is the one spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, A voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the Lord's way, make straight his paths. Now the man John had on a garment made from the hairs of a camel, as well as a leather girdle about his loins. And his food was locusts and wild honey. At that time Jerusalem went out to him, and all of Judea and all of the countryside surrounding the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan confessing their sins. What word or phrase stuck out to you? For me, it was wilderness. But also, Jerusalem went out to him. the second time as we read listen for what sounds spiritual to you where do you see god in this passage is another way to phrase the question what makes you think and reflect in a deeper way more than just what's going on in this story but what's going on underneath the surface of this story Now in those days comes John the Baptist, making his proclamation in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Change your hearts, for the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. For this is the one spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, A voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the Lord's way, make straight his paths. Now this man John had on a garment made from the hairs of a camel, as well as a leather girdle about his loins, and his food was locusts and wild honey. At that time Jerusalem went out to him, and all of Judea and all of the countryside surrounding the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. (sighs) 
where do you see God in this story? In this preamble to a story, really, these short few verses. I think for me, I was struck by the phrase, change your hearts. One of the dorms at my college, Houghton College in Western New York, had its dorm verse was, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. And that's a verse that I've thought of many, many times in the last year and a half. But this is different. It says, change your hearts. Often in another translation, you might hear, repent But this says, change your hearts. And for me, it just thinks, it just makes me think of something we read in my recovery group tonight. Something that flies in the face of the damning, accusing voice that I live with internally. And it was that hope is real healing is possible. Now, the big red book of the adult children of alcoholics would say it's not easy. It's one of the slogans. Recovery is simple, but it isn't easy. But it is possible. I've gone for quite some time believing that it's not possible. Or at least there's a voice in my head that says that. Recovery isn't possible. Forgiveness isn't possible. It's why I shared at one point early on in this podcast that I'll be reading Don't Forgive Too Soon by Dennis and Matthew and Sheila Lynn and also The Power of Forgiveness by Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt. Because my heart needs to learn about forgiveness. And my heart doesn't know much about it. But what John is saying, not translated here as repent, but is change your hearts. For me, perhaps it's enough to see God in this echo of the two things I've read tonight. Hope is possible Healing is real. Change your hearts. This third time, as we read, ask yourself, is there something I can do? Is there some new way for me to be because I have read this passage and meditated and reflected on it? Ask these three simple questions, going deeper each time, examining my spirit. What is God calling you to do or to be in this text? Now in those days comes John the Baptist, making his proclamation in the wilderness of Judea, saying, change your hearts. For the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. 
For this is the one spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, A voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the Lord's way, make straight his paths. Now this man John had on a garment made from the hairs of a camel, as well as a leather girdle about his loins. And his food was locusts and wild honey. At that time Jerusalem went out to him, and all of Judea, and all of the countryside surrounding the Jordan, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. What is God calling you to do or to be in this passage? I thought of those words, wilderness, and I saw the back of Barbara Brown Taylor's book, Learning to Walk in the Dark, the other day, or maybe it was the blurb to the book, and it just said something about, if I can muster up the energy to put on my robe and walk out under the night stars, I will find something in the darkness that humanity has always found there. To know what that is, I'd have to read the book, and so would you. And I haven't read the book, but to be alone in nature. I've committed other nights to spend time in my hammock, and I spent time in my hammock today. But tonight, even though it is late, it's not that late, but I haven't been tiring easily at night doing these podcasts. So instead of sitting and reading for a while. Tonight I'm just going to go out under the stars, go on a short walk, see what I can find in the wildness of the dark night tonight. Makes me think of my favorite prayer from the Book of Common Prayer from the Church of New Zealand. Lord, it is night. What has done has been done. What has not been done has not been done. Let it be. The night is for stillness. Let us be still in the presence of God. And then there are a few other poetic phrases that I can't remember. And maybe it's in that prayer itself. Maybe it's just in the end of those prayers for night prayer. It says something about the warm and wild love of God. May you find some time to step out in the darkness, look up at the stars, and find and feel the warm and wild love of God within you. The prayer for the third week of Easter. O God, whose blessed Son made himself known to his disciples in the breaking of bread, open the eyes of our faith that we may behold him in all his redeeming work, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. May the eyes of your faith be opened this night or this morning. 
as you have taken this time to pause and spend time with Jesus. May you hear his words that we'll read in the coming days from Matthew. You are the light of the world. May your eyes be open to see the light within you, the light around you, the light of God, the light of the world, which even Jesus says that you are always.